Welcome back to Side Piece Show. You guys, welcome back. I'm so happy. Another freaking episode. You guys, this is 66. Is 66 lucky or is that bad? I can't remember. Let's go with lucky. That works. You guys, holy moly. I still am so freaking behind because we've literally been at the doctors for Logan every single day in the past week and a half. I think six out of the last seven days we've been at the doctor with Logan. He's been home going on five weeks now from school, sick. He was an ear infection, went to school for two days, got a virus, got sick, got an ear infection from the virus. The ear infection, one ear infection then turned into a sinus infection, double ear infection, and pneumonia. So, and then we were getting tubes in his ears because he's had four or five ear infections in the past like four months. So we're set to get tubes in his ears this Thursday. And he was sick with all these crazy things, pneumonia and ear infections and everything else. And so the doctor turns to me and says, wow, it's really bad. His breathing in his ears. Do you want to play hardball? And I'm like, oh, great. I love my sports. But now when it comes to freaking treating my children... And she's like, it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be easy. But we are on the clock. We have to get him healthy or else if you're not 100% healthy, you can't have any kind of procedure done where you're going under an anesthesia. Like you have to be completely healthy. You can't even have like a sniffle. So she's like, we're on the clock. We have a week and a half. We have to hit it hard and hit it strong. Here we go. We had to go in every single day for shots. It was miserable. Logan is four, but he's 50 pounds, you guys. He is a tank, like solid. He is thick as a rock. Like he is just tough. He is built tough. So the first day we get the shot, he's like, ouch. Okay. That's not cool. The second day we had to get someone else to help hold him because he knew it was coming and it was going to hurt him so badly. The third day, We had to get somebody else to come in. The fourth day, it took four of us, four of us, two nurses, me holding him down, and a male doctor to literally had to pin him down by his chest while he is losing his mind. Talk about like gut-wrenching, like my heart was ripping. I was just shutting my eyes like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening to my kid. I feel horrific. But we got it in and I knew it was for the greater good to get him healthy. We're almost there. We're crawling to the finish line just to keep him healthy and safe in this bubble. We've literally been shut-ins doing nothing for the past, well, five weeks since he's been home. I've been with him every single day. But especially this past week and a half, like going nowhere, seeing nobody, doing nothing. Just, you know, God forbid anything got back to him. And it ruined the whole thing, getting the ears, the tubes in his ears. So here we are. We're on the home stretch. We're on like the two-yard line. And I just can't wait. This last month and a half has been hell. But I'm here with you guys. This is a nice break. It makes me so happy to get talk with you um, and do this. And I am so behind on my freaking shows. I did get to watch that the ATL is back holy crap hotlanta real housewives of atlanta is back i love that marlo 
is now sweeter than just the juice because she got the whole damn peach. I love it, man. That woman has worked her ass off these, I don't know, how many years? Five years? And she earned and deserves that prime spot, that big old juicy peach. She earned it. She deserves it. I'm so pumped to have her crazy ass a part of the cast. I will say, though, it was super weird watching it and not seeing Portia and especially my girl, Cynthia. That was weird. I kept waiting for them to cut to them or them to pop on the scene or come into the fashion show, whatever that it was. That was weird. I miss Cynthia for sure seeing it, but I'm lucky I get to see her off the show as a friend and hanging out. And Ralph, oh, Ralph. Ralph, you guys, if you remember, he was on side piece. Like, I don't even know, six, when we, they were filming last season after the whole Bolo thing, after the Tampa thing, he was on and we talked about all that when he left to Tampa and no one really knows what happened. So he was on side piece. I love Ralph. He was so sweet, so fun, so cool, so down to earth. But now, I mean, now we're back to the same thing. Seeing the two of them fighting, the assistant offering up a massage. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, you guys, what would happen to my husband if I saw a text with some woman saying, I will come over and give you a massage. You know what? I'm not going to tell you. My husband could tell you, but he'd probably be a couple balls less. That's what would happen. I just hope Drew and Ralph can get out of this, get in a good place. It seems like on social, currently, they are happy and thriving. And I love both of them. So I just, I'm rooting for them to get out of this rut and get back to being good. I have so much other things to catch up on. I did watch the Real Housewives of OC reunion, finally the end. What was that like two weeks ago? <laughs> I don't even know. But I love all the madness going on on social. You know, half of these shows are almost just as entertaining off season on social with everything going on. Beverly Hills, the madness. Then they actually are during the season on the show. But we do have Real Housewives of Beverly Hills coming back. I'm so pumped. Um, I'm still stalking every day. Side note, Kathy Hilton to have her on. She is like my crush, my jam. I will freak. I will lose my shit to have Kathy Hilton on and win. Not if, when, you guys. She is on side piece. I mean, I just had the OG of the OC. Basically, the woman that started all of the housewives. I, I can't even believe it. I was writing an email the other day that a year ago, this was just like an idea doing this podcast. And now I just had freaking Vicki Gunvalson on. It's just so dope. It's amazing. I love it. You know, we have crazy guests, we have fun guests, we have fan favorite guests, and it's tough because some aren't fan favorites that are on Bravo, and some have done things that a lot of people don't like, you know, just to kind of go into who my guest is today. So it's Jenny from Salt Lake City, and I know that everyone has an opinion about some things that she has posted and said in the past that resurfaced that got her off of the show. Um, but, you know, just as with Jen Shaw or with Erica or, you know, anybody. I mean, you guys left comments about Vicky that you didn't like her or that she deserves certain things. Like everybody, I, I get it, especially with Bravo 
everybody is so strong in their opinions and nobody likes everybody and everyone always has something to say about whomever is on and I'm sure it's going to be the same for today. It's not, if someone does something that isn't appropriate, it's not condoning their behavior to have them on in my eyes. I don't know about other podcast people or TV shows. It's not condoning behaviors. Again, whomever it is, it's just talking with them. As someone that is on the show, but a podcast that's about these shows. So that's why I wanted to have Jenny on. She was on one of, Salt Lake City is absolutely one of my favorite housewives, one of my favorite shows on all of Bravo. And she played a big role in it last season. You know, I want everyone from Salt Lake City on it, from Jen Shaw to Jenny to Meredith to Whitney to everybody. I want all of them on. So, you know, I I know I've seen people that have guests on and they're like, why are you giving certain people a platform or shedding light on them? I love Bravo. And I love the people on it. I love the shows on it. I might not agree with everything that everybody does or says across the board. I mean, it could be someone cheating on somebody. It could be someone what they say or they do. Do I agree allegedly what happened with Jen Shaw? No. Or Erica Jane? No. Would I love to talk with them? Yes. So again, I know even you guys had your opinions about Vicky. Anybody I have on, you guys all have your opinions. And I love that. Like they're on TV. Someone, I just interviewed somebody. We're on TV. So people do talk about it. So people do have opinions as we all should. I have my own opinions too. But I also love to talk with people. I love to interview people. I love all these shows. So that's where I'm coming from with things. I wanted you guys to know personally why I have certain guests on, why maybe I don't, and, you know, why I do it. Through all the guests, I love doing this with you, for you. Thank you a million times over for all your amazing love, all your amazing support, as always. Thank you for getting all your friends, your family, everybody. Thank you for talking about Side Piece. It just, I, 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 I can't believe it. Again, every day I say this. I know I say it like a broken record. I can't believe it. Do you know I got a DM the other day from Tamra Judge, who I'm cool with. She was on Side Piece, but she DM'd me and she said, I heard Vicky was talking about me on Side Piece because I've been getting DMs. And she was sending me pictures of screenshots that her fans were sending her pictures of side piece, you know, guest Vicky asking me this. And I was like, is this happening? Like Tamara is messaging me because people are listening to side piece and talking to her about it. It's just insane. It's so freaking awesome, you guys. I love doing it. I've said this to a million people. I love doing this not to get the headlines or for the headlines or, you know, to make people feel bad or stir the pot or the get the tea. I mean, I love the tea. Don't get me wrong. I will sip that shit all day long. But that's not why I do it. I do it because I love this stuff. It's fun for me. It's fun, fun, fun. It's a side piece. It is, especially now in my life, that I've been living as a shut-in for the last five weeks with my kids really sick. It is the ultimate side piece for me. It is the escape from the madness of the kids, the wife, the home, 
the normal life, the everyday watching Nemo a hundred times a day. It is my side piece. And I'm just so thankful, grateful, and lucky that this can hopefully be your side piece, your escape. So thank you again, you guys. I love you. I appreciate you always for listening, tuning in, subscribing, telling all your friends to listen, subscribe, to rate and review. You guys are the best. A million thank yous. I love you for all your love and support. And I will see you next Wednesday. Okay, the hair, first of all, I mean, duh, I have to ask you, what, I mean, I know you talked about it, but like, why, you know, you had this, like, I can't even imagine, I went to go get my hair fixed and my, of course, my extensions, and I was like, dude, to my hairdresser, I'm like, how do I make it grow? He's like, you just stop doing everything. I'm like, that's not happening. <laughs> like, you had your long, beautiful hair. What were you like? Okay, I'm, this is, it's gone. Bye. I'm done. So... I had COVID in December and suddenly in around March, my hair is falling off like a ton. Normally it's just, just, you know, all hair falls out all the time, like a couple hundred strands a day. It's normal, but this is handful. Every time I take a shower, it's like handfuls of hair falling out. I'm freaking out. And I was like, oh my God, I asked my husband and and I was like, am I having cancer? Am I, am I dying? (laughs) Why am I, my hair falling out so much? He's like, no, it's, it's a symptom after COVID and there's a lot of women having it. And he said, one of his patients is experiencing that as well. So he's like, it's normal to grow back, but he's like, take the stress off, just trim it or cut it however you want it, but it will stop. But, you know, being a woman, we're kind of conscious about our hair and I have really long hair. And so I'm like, okay, that's enough. I don't want to see my hair falling out. I was going through depression. I was like, I I didn't want to get out of bed. I was like, I'm going bald and I don't know what's going on. What I need to do. I take all the vitamins. I take all the supplements that my uh, my doctor recommended because I want to see him. And he's like, yeah, it's part of a symptom after COVID. So it's normal, but your hair will thin out a lot. So I was like, okay, instead of it falling out, me throwing it away, I was just going to donate it, whatever left of it, because it's like, I don't want to continue seeing all yeah. that every single time I'm out of the shower, comb my hair is like ton and ton falling out. And so I just decided, you know what, I probably just going to donate it and do a good cause and support people that are less fortunate than I am. And so I was like, yeah, it's, it's tough, but you know what? It's hair. It will grow back. Right. There are people that don't even have that opportunity to say it will grow back. So I was like, you know, let's do something that is giving back to the people that are less fortunate. That's amazing. That, listen, again, as, as someone who is like psycho <laughs> about like, I want my long extensions. I get that. I mean, how, so how long when it started falling out mm-hmm. to then were you like, okay, I'm just going to be done with this. Cause it's too much. It's too hard for me mentally. So it's like over a month. So it's like in the middle of April, I like I'm done every single time. It's like every other day I, I wash my hair and to see that all the time, it's just heartbreaking. It's like hard for me. And, um, you know, my daughter's like, mom, what is going on? We see hair everywhere, like patches of hair everywhere. And, you know, and then I just like, you know, I had enough. I don't, I don't want to do with it. The short hair is still falling out a lot, you know, even though I took short. 
Mm -hmm. It's still falling out. I comb it down, but there are a lot of false spots. <laughs> but so yeah. that was all your natural hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. I was like, every time I would see you, be like, damn, I wonder how much money she pays for that because I know how much. No, I don't. I never cost. wear extension, girl. I don't have extension. Those are my natural hair. They're really long and really thick. It was like this thick. When it falls out, it's like this much left on oh, my head. My God. Do you know how you got COVID? You know, I went to New York um, to watch Jimmy Fallon last show. I came back and I was sick. And during that time is was the new strand um, that came out and everyone got sick. Oh my God. Like my friend got sick. My son got sick. My daughter got sick. Like everyone was sick with the new strand that came out. And so I was in bed for like almost three weeks. Oh my God. See, when people say 14 days, that is such a no, no, uh -uh. girl. I was, I could not eat. I had a hard time breathing. I cannot walk because I was nauseous all the time. I, I couldn't get out of bed for like three weeks. And it that's with the vaccine. Yes, with the vet, it's so crazy. I mean, like I know friends that had COVID twice after they got vaccinated. Totally. See, that's yeah. the thing. When they say it's 14 days now and that you can't get it twice. No. no. <laughs> yeah. So then the kids got it. Did Dewey get it too? Yeah. No, he had it a long time okay. ago during the, when it was like the hype of everything. So he was immune to it, but he was taking care of all of us. So I feel really bad for him, like taking care of everyone. You know what? But that sometimes, you know what? Mom takes care. I have a four-year-old and a three-year-old. Mom does everything. Sometimes daddy needs to just like- Step up. Put Step his up. big girl panties, mommy panties on. And you know, it's time. Now it's your turn for a little bit. It's yes. tough though. Cause I, again, I'm assuming you're probably a control freak like I am. So like being down for a day, even a day. Oh my gosh. It was so hard. The house is a mess. I always I like the kids. Have you eaten? Have you eaten? And I'm like, did you feed them? They're like, He's, they're not hungry. I'm like, you're the dad. They're children. You don't ask them. You just feed them. Totally. It was, it was crazy. Clean underwear. Are their beds okay? Laundry. Like, come on, let's do laundry here. Yeah, it's hard. How much did you end up cleaning? Because I was sick a couple weeks ago and still I was like in the laundry room, like hacking, doing the laundry because I'm a psycho and I can't just like sit in bed. So yes. I was like, you know, were you, was it hard for, it was a struggle. It was and hard. It was hard because I would go out the kitchen. And I was like, how long I ever, you mean like I could stand for a little bit, I would wash dishes. Or if I could get up for a minute, then I would trying to like go do laundry, but it's very tough because I could only stand for like so long, like 30 minutes max. And then I would be like, whoa, I have to lay down or I'll just pass out. Jenny, so crushed. Yeah, I got crushed. So how <laughs> I, are you feeling I, now? I, I felt great. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I can't compare, but I still don't have the same uh, taste. I lost completely. You know, my taste bud is completely off. Um, I can't smell. So it's a good thing that I can't smell my husband's part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, some things are resting, baby. So there's a lot of things that's off. Like I, 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 my taste buds off, my smelling is off. I don't feel like I have the energy as I used to. I'm, I'm tired all the time. So it's affect me mentally, physically. But you know what? I try to exercise, take, taking my supplements. And so see what happened. So how are you feeling with the change? Are you adjusted yet? 
with the hair change? You know, I'm still getting fun. there. I'm still getting there because it's funny when I sleep, I do this, and I noticed just the other night, I was like, oh, I don't have any hair. <laughs> so I'm still trying to get used to it. What's yeah. the, what's Dewey say? He loved it. He's like, I love your hair short. You look hot. You look sexy. My son loved it. He's like, it makes you look intimidating. Like people would not approach you because they're afraid. I was like, that's a good thing then. Like, let's go. Let's keep it going. Go. What is the star, your daughter? I mean, are you, are you like, dude, where did you come from? She's like, move over mama. Yeah. Like I'm going to take over. I have no idea. She's always been like that when she's little, she's not shy. She's always liked to be on camera. Cause she was, um, when she was about three, she did a photo shoot for Overstock yeah. on their magazine. And she was just like, they're asking her, why are you here? She's like, I'm here to just make money. I'm like, what? She's like, go make it rain. Baby. Yeah, let's make it rain. So she <laughs> always, always like, she loves the camera. She's not shy. She's just herself. The, the best thing is she doesn't put on an act. She's just herself, whether she's on camera or off camera. And that's that's what I love her about her because she's so genuine. It's like, what you see is what you get. You know, like, that's it. That's Carlin. There's it, no filter. Was it tough? Would you feel like she's more like, you know, you said she's not afraid in front of the camera. Are you more, because I mean, I, again, this is all assuming, I don't feel like you're shy or whatever, <laughs> but is it, is it take you a second to like, okay, the camera's here. I'm good. Or are you like, no, I'm on too. Like she is. You know, being older, you are more conscious of your surrounding and right. you need to be very vigilant. So yeah, I, I, it takes me a little bit to get used to because it's like there's stranger in my house, there's camera in my face. So I have to really, really focus on trying to not focus on that and not pay attention to that. But for her, she doesn't care. And for a young child, they're just honest, you know? I know. Whatever, I don't care, I don't care. So, okay. but my, my second child is like, camera shot. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm going to go in my <laughs> room. Yeah. Yeah. So she's different. So she gets it. Is Dewey? Dewey seems more like, I'm just going to sit in the back. Yeah. That's she gets it from you. Plus some. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I, mean, I hope so. <laughs> isn't that amazing? My three-year-old yeah. is like me times a hundred. And I'm like, she was posing the other day. I'm like, what are you, what? I mean, I love it. I'm like, yeah. go, girl. Like, go, girl. Like, you're a star. I'm like, I love, listen, as, you know how it is. As a woman, you got to be tough. You got to be fierce, you know, yes. especially when you have boys in the house. You know, isn't it crazy? Because I have a boy and a girl. Isn't it crazy for you to see the differences between your, like, the, the boys and the girls? Yes, I have two boys right. and my baby girl. And it's funny, it's because there's days she is girly, girly. There's days she's like, boy like a boy boy, she, boy. Doesn't like wear, yeah. she doesn't like to wear a dress she likes to wear caps on the side I don't know what's the deal with like cap you know how they wear their cap and she likes to like wear it on the side and I was like what she's like I like it that way like and, old school 80s yeah and then she'll pull up her sweat and and I don't know I mean she is her own personality whatever she wants to be I let her be but her personality is a control freak a perfectionist and a go-getter my boy is like I'll get to it I'll get to it I don't have to nag her about her homework but the boy is like did you get your homework done come on let's stand on task let's do this with her 
I don't have a, I don't have to say anything. She get her homework done. She's top of her class. She gets straight A's. It's like, oh my gosh, how, how do I deserve such an amazing child? I mean, my two boys are amazing in school, but you still have to nudge them a little bit. But with her, I don't have to do any of that. Well, look so. at you. What was it? 20 years you had at medical spas? So I had my uh, medical clinic in 2010. My husband owned his uh, chiropractic clinic for like, oh my God, almost 30 years. Oh and God. yeah, so we are in a, the medical field for 20 something years, you know, for me. And it's a, not a medical spa. It's a medical clinic. We do do a lot of spa like Botox, uh, Duvederm, oh, yeah. and oh, all that stuff. Oh go, you know, but shoot me up. So, I'm so terrified of needle. So I can't handle it getting near me. So I don't do any of that, but I have doctors and nurse practitioners that take care of all that. But at one point I like, I'm done. I just want to be a mom. I can never turn back the time where they were four years old, five years old. It's just, I sold my clinic in April of 2021. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you had it during, during filming. Oh my gosh. Yes. So then you're like, I'm I'm done. Like now I need yes. to be a mom. Yes. So we were in the works of selling it beginning of 2021 and it finalized in April. So this whole thing of selling my clinics, trying to be a stay-at-home mom didn't really work out last year because I end up filming a lot and then I I I don't have a nanny before I had a live in nanny for like 14 years. She lived with us ever since my oldest was three months old and she's amazing. They call her grandma. She Aww. takes everywhere. She love, love, love them. It's like her own. And um, something happened with her family. She needs to take care of her mother-in-law. So I ended up, you know, being home part-time and working. So I was like, you know, I, I really enjoy being home. So I'm going to do it full time. Right. And then totally. I, I decided to, to sell my practice. So are you but like, listen, you've been working your balls off forever. Yes. So you sell it. Now you're full time. How is, I mean, you've been through a lot of transitions lately, lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, big time transitions, mentally, physically. Yes. How are you adjusting to like, okay, now I'm full time home with the, the three main, sorry, I call my kids. I need to stop. I need to stop saying maniacs. All I do is call my kids maniacs. I probably shouldn't project maniacs onto other parents. <laughs> there are there are they probably are nice and well-behaved. Mine are just maniacs. My mom <laughs> is like, Melissa, stop, call, stop calling my grandbabies maniacs. They are not maniacs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> How is the transition? Are you, is that hard to be like done working and just home all day? You know, it was, it was very hard because I am a people person. I like to interact with people. I need that stimulation of having an adult conversation. So being (laughs) home, I have all children conversation with my youngest, my middle child, my oldest, although he's 16, but still, he's still to me a child. So with the adult conversation, I don't have that. My husband worked full time. So I miss that interaction. And so I try to either talk to friends or do something productive because I do a lot of day trading at home as well. I did that when I was 17. So I I'm still active in that, but it was very hard for that transition. I just do it day by day and hope for the best. You know, there is a lot going on and still a lot going on, but you know what? 
you take it for what it is right. and you just count your blessing that you're still alive and you're still with your family and they're healthy and you're together. You know, those situations will pass and you just have to deal with it day by day. Totally. Physically and mentally. Yes, for sure. But you feel every day you're kind of getting there. Yes. Trying to get used to, but getting better. Um, I tend to do more things with them, finding things to do with them. We love to travel. And so I like to travel with them all the time. Every time they have a day off from school, I like, let's go somewhere, Vegas, we can drive and go eat, California, Disney World, whatever. Just spend that time with them. And so for me, it's like, yeah, I think that I, I am in the group now of being a full-time mom. I'm you like, are. I don't do anything. Don't call me for parties. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to put on makeup. I don't want to do anything. I just want Totally. Isn't right? it tough when you're like, wait, mascara, how do I do this shit again? Yes, like yes. I, I same thing. Everybody, you just get used at home, right? I mean, it's just yeah. like when I was like, oh my God, this mascara has to be two years old. I'm probably <laughs> like serious <laughs> eye infection. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, yes. I mean, so how's Jewish? Is he like happy that you're I mean, listen, he has to be happy that like he's the one that encouraged me to stay home. Right. He's like, you should stay home. I can work, you should stay home you should enjoy the time you have with our oldest because he's 16. He's only had another year and a half before he's out of the house. And so like, you're right. You know what? I should stay home. So he encouraged me to do that. And so, you know, I I think it's the best decision I ever made in, in my lifetime because you get used to and with the whole money, with the whole run right. of it on trying to be successful, you get trapped into that and you just focus on that, but you forget what's priority. And for me, it's like, I need to pull back. And then I'm like, you know what? This is my priority. That was just some a career that I went for. I am successful. I will always be successful in my heart. It doesn't matter what people say. It's oh, a matter of my, my family, my inner circle thinks of me. Right. It's it. It's more, it's more and more, right? You get this yes. like more, 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 more. And then it's like a circle, right? And it keeps going, yes. it keeps going and snowballing, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden your kids are like, how are you 10 years old? Yes. Yes. And you're like, where did, where did time go? I mean, what happened? How did you, how did I miss all that? Yeah. So are you happy? Cause you know, I know we saw that that was one of the annoying things about, we saw about like with Dewey that he was like pushing you mommy mode. Right. And you're like, mm-hmm. I am miss independent. Are you kind of happy that he pushed towards that or at moments, at moments, I was like, you know what? I appreciate it. And then at moments I was like, shit, I could have gone back to work. Yeah. <laughs> so you have your husband, <laughs> right? And so, but the moments of enjoying being mom is a lot more weight, a lot more than being at work. So there are moments you sit back and you're like, damn it, why did I listen to him? And then there's days there you're appreciating the suggestion. So, you know, he loved children, so he always want me to be the stay-at-home mom, right. the housewife, all of that stuff. But finally, I gave in. I'm like, okay, I can do this. So this is way before, though, you got sick, that you mm-hmm. sold everything. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so that had nothing to do with it. It's not like you're like, I'm too tired. I need to sell Oh, no, no, no. So this is beginning of December 2020 oh a year ago yeah 2020 a year and a half a year before you got sick yeah so I just got sick this last December yeah so it's still relatively fresh I mean you just said April I cannot believe you do not by the way let's back up you don't do both like how do you look like this 
every day I'm like, oh my God, do I need to go a little more Botox? And I'm like pushing my forehead up. You know, I think it's a blessing because, uh, you know, I'm the youngest of 13, right? Yeah, my, that's right. That's right. Uh, we have seven girls and my sister do not look their age. I have a 70 year old brother, a 60 year old sister. My oldest sister is like 60 years old. She looked like she's in her forties and I think it's a blessing. So I don't know. I don't use expensive skincare product either at all. And I don't know, it works for me. I'm not taking care of my skin. It's horrible. I love that though, because like you would think like, oh, they use this like fancy stuff all the time, you know, with their feet. Mm-hmm. No, Just, girl. We get older, right? We see the kids. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that is amazing. So how are you and like doing now? Are you guys good? Are we in a good spot right now? You know, with every relationship, there's up and down. We have good moments and we have shitty moments. Sorry, right. can I say that? Yeah, you, can, yeah. you can say whatever the hell you want to say, baby. Yeah. You can say you're so, topless if you want to. I don't even care. So for me, is there are good moments. And when it's good, it's really good. When it's bad, it's really bad because we're both control freaks. I am... I ran a business for a long time. Right. And so for me, it's like, I manage staff. I need to, it, everything for me is black and white. There's no gray zone. Either you did it or you didn't, right? So there's no, uh, I think there's no, for me, it's like, there's no, I think you did or you didn't. Right. And so I think because he's also a control freak, but when we clash, we really clash. And it's tough. It takes us like weeks to get over it. I don't talk to him for weeks. He doesn't talk to me for weeks until no. we, yeah. So- so what do you do then? Like you guys just kind of like ships in the night, like just like walking yeah. by each other. Yeah, that's it. And I can totally ignore you. Like you're invisible in my eyes. Like you can go and I don't even, I don't even notice you that when I'm pissed, when I'm mad, I am mad. And you're going to know I'm mad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in your face knowing that I'm mad. But you know what? whatever couple you know we yeah, have I conflict. Mean, if you don't have conflict then you don't know what good is you're right lying. then you're then lying yeah like every relationship like husband wife i mean anyone any spouse, even with your own children you have totally. conflict every day so yeah so do you, are the kids like though because i mean i know again i have a four and a three-year-old and like i'm shocking i'm loud kind of like <laughs> hello we get it so do the kids when, cause they're old enough, right? They're not babies anymore. No. Are, do they know when you, they're like, oh man, mommy and daddy are fighting again. Cause they're not talking. We don't yell, but if we have any conflict, we would do it behind closed doors. So they're not witnessing it. But when I ignore their dad, they're like, shit they're mad at each other again. So we're not going to say anything. We're going to be on our best behavior. So they know they're children. They know when there are things going on and they try not to be involved. And I try my very best not to get them involved, but it's very tough. It's very tough when they start asking, why are you mad at dad? Like, you know, this is adult situation. So it's best that you stay out of it. So like, how do you, you say this could go on for weeks. So if he's mad at you, he'll do the same thing to you. He'll like ghost you. Yeah. Oh my God, we are so the same. Yeah, we are identical. So how does it ever end? Like, how do you break it? Like when you guys finally start talking. We just end up talking and no one apologize. (laughs) Like nothing happened. (laughs) 
like nothing happened and okay, by the way, shit. you know like why we are pretending that nothing's happening but you know what it's good to just you know have the peace so fine I'll just deal with it but then are you like sitting there listen we're crazy women okay we're crazy I will remember what you did 20 years ago and bring it up yes so you're sitting there like okay I'm moving on for the mm-hmm. peace of you know, the family, the good, right? Yeah. But secretly, are you just like sitting there and it's just building and building and building? Yes, yes. And, and then I what? Don't... And then we explode the next time we argue and I would bring it all up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forget. I have a great memory. I don't forget shit happened 20 something years ago and I would bring it up and it's like, I don't remember that. I'm like, yeah, cause, cause you know, you always give me that excuse that you don't remember so you can get away with it and don't talk about it. So I remember everything. I remember what you wore. Yeah. Like June, 2021 <laughs> on the six at 1130, you said this, you ass wipe and now it's on. And he's like, dude, this was a year and a half ago. So then you guys explode and then it's another, it's like a cycle, right? And then it is a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just goes off to work and you're here with the kids. Yeah. So, but they're in school, right? They are in school right now. Yes. So, okay. So during the day, what do you, because you're so used to like, again, I'm just thinking like move, you know, a hundred things. Like, what do you do? Like, how is it now for you? Are you like, oh, this is nice. The kids are out. Dewey's gone. I can kick my feet. Like, how is it for you? It's very relaxing. So I can do whatever I want. Like I go to the gym, exercise almost every day. And I, you know, I do pay bills for the office. So I do that for the office. I do payroll. I do because I used to study bookkeeping. So I do all of the payroll. So I help out with that uh, during the day. And then I pick them up, you know, do do stuff around the house, chores, laundry, cleaning, vacuuming, you know, my house, we don't use half of my house, but you still have to clean it. I just want to live in a condo. Yeah. (laughs) So just cleaning. So, you know, stuff that whatever I want to do, I'll go shop online. Done. I mean, when in doubt, (laughs) listen, it's for the family too. It's for the good. (laughs) I mean, isn't it crazy though when you're at home, how quickly it goes and you're like, oh my God, now I have to go. I got to go pick up the kids. Oh my, yeah. So it's like when I'm working, I was like, wow, time's going really slow. I'm at home. Shit. I'm like, oh my God, I got to go pick up the kids. I got to make them dinner. I got to take them to piano lesson, saxophone lesson, all of this stuff. And it's like, by the time it's all quiet, it's when they go to bed. Totally. I end up doing more stuff in my office. You know what? It's nice though. I mean, I always have to remember too, because I'm, I was the same way, like control freak. I want to do it all, but it's nice. Like, that we can, you know, you can have the opportunity that you don't have to work, right? That like yeah, yeah. you can stay home. Listen, you know how it is. It's all about trying to find the silver linings. You <laughs> lost your smell, which is hor- horrific, but you can't smell your husband. So it's like, <laughs> it can be good or bad. Yeah. However, you want to see it, right? <laughs> totally. So when you guys are like, I, I just, because I picture myself, because I see how the kids are. And now that your kids are older, are they ever like, Oh, I'm on mommy's team or I'm on daddy's team. 
you know, I never ask them to pick team because when they are very upset and see certain things that daddy did, they would express the emotion. And I was like, he's still your dad and you yeah. need to respect him no matter what. I do not want to hear that. I don't want you to talk negatively about your dad. So I do ne- never want you to be on my side or dad's side. We both love you. We're both your parents. And these are a situation where we have to deal with it. It's not your situation, but I understand that you're frustrated. Right. You need to talk to dad. I understand you confide in me, but I think you should sit down and express it to your dad, how you feel and why it's bothering you. So I always encourage them to have that conversation with him if, if, if they are upset with him. So like, I don't want to obviously talk about the show, but like your relationship in regards, like you watched after, did it get better? Did it get worse? Or did it stay the same? What what do you mean? Like watching it back and everything that playback and what you guys (laughs) went through. Because you know how some people are like, oh my God, it like saved us, right? And then some people go and get divorced. How were you guys like better, worse, or kind of stay the same after you watched it back? It brings back a lot of emotions. So it actually gotten worse is um, when I watch it back with him and I get really upset because it's a situation where it's very private and it should be between him and I. And when it's out to the public is very emotionally draining for you. Now everyone knows. And for me, because I'm so private for so long, that was really hard to see. I can't even watch it now. Like I watch it the first time to see what's going on. And if you ask me to watch it again, I can't because it brings back such a hard time for me during that time. And I never want to relive that. And I know as a situation is an ongoing thing, but we do he is getting help. He's yeah. getting, you know, nothing wrong. With getting your help, and, and it's something that he wanted to do. And I'm very grateful that he's doing that. And it helps our family where we are dealing with that. And my kids, you know, they've seen it. And it's like it's hard for them too. So for us is as a family, we're trying to work through it and dealing with the situation. But yeah, very difficult watching it. I mean, I still like certain scene I still cry because of the situation because it hurts you like like a wound that would never heal it's deep you know like with a situation whatever going on during social media that's fine it'll pass but the wound that like deep down will never heal because you look at someone you know being pregnant or have multiple kids I love babies like my friend would bring their infant over and I I love babies you know but putting myself in the situation I could never have kids again you know after the third child it's hard it's hard for me and it's hard for my husband because for him it's like you know what do I do I want this but I'm giving it up because you know things change situation change and he doesn't want to hurt me he doesn't want to harm me or put me in the situation of my life is at risk right so he's not like following you around like a puppy, puppy dog kissing your ass after the show, after all that aired? No, no, no. That's not my husband. <laughs> so do you guys, I don't know, because some, you know, religions, cultures, sometimes like you're, it's like you stay together no matter what. Like the D word is never allowed. Are, are you guys like that? Like we will, we will just not talk for the rest of our lives. We won't get divorced. 
Yeah, I think with our religion, because we're Catholic, we're still in the church. And so therefore, the D word is not something that we take lightly. Um, I know a lot of people get divorced when they're Catholic. But you know, I would never said never because things happen. If he cheated on me, hell, you're, I'm gonna kick his ass to the curb. Hey. They're all saying like, in a heartbeat. So I would never say the D word is never gonna be said the situation depending on the situation and you know the circumstances have you guys ever like dropped it and then you're like oh shit we just said the d word yes i did when that whole sister wife was brought up i was fucking pissed i was pissed um they did i mean a lot of it wasn't shown yeah a little bit but after the fact it was bad i mean it was bad at home and I was like, I'm done. I mean, you brought it up where it shouldn't be brought up. I, I'm completely done. And he was like, I didn't say I want it. It was a suggestion. What if? I was like, okay, now let's, you know. And in their semantics. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, we, we trying to, you know, talk it out, got the kids involved, you know, as a family, you know, we only have dinner together, 6.30 to 7, we have dinner every single day as a family and Dewey's home. Yeah. Dewey's home. He's, he's home around six 45, seven o'clock, depending on if he's teaching or not, but we're, he's home. We always have dinner together. And that if there's things that we need to discuss with the kids, we talk to the kids about it, but we did talk to the kids about this and they kind of understand. They kind of, you know, know what's going on and what's aired. And how do you not in our world anymore? Right. Yeah. It's all over social media. (laughs) I mean, I'm just like sitting here. I always try to be like, oh my God, if this were me, right? Mom, kids. So you guys are sitting there. I'm just like picturing this. You guys are sitting there, all five of you at dinner. And you guys just aren't saying anything to each other. And like just talking to the kids. Like, Uh look, do you, will you even look at them and give them like a dirty eye? Nothing. No, you know, in front of the kids, I try not to be childish. I try my best to be an adult and to just be cordial and level-headed. And so when we do talk, I give him the utmost respect. He does the same for me. So when we have a conversation, we don't want to, you know, portray to our kids, like when you're upset with each other, you, you just totally ignore that person. You don't even acknowledge they're there. But when we do sit down, have a conversation, we do talk. But when I'm upset and dinner's done, I can go my own way. But, you know, when we have a conversation, we have a conversation. We're trying to be very cordial, very, you know, into it and make sure that the kids are comfortable with it. So obviously you didn't want that topic brought up, obviously. Did you know or think that you would maybe talk about your pregnancy struggles and like throw that out there? Like, were you, did you want that out, like to talk about that? That's, I mean, I can't yes. imagine. Because for me, it's like, I'm not the only one that's doing with this. I know there are thousands and thousands and thousands of women dealing with this, the same situation that I'm dealing with. And so I just want them to understand that it's okay. It's okay to talk about it. If you don't talk about it, then you're dealing with it by yourself and you will never heal. You know, you will never able to let it out and you have no one to talk to, even though when you talk to your girlfriend, you, you know, she might understand, she might not understand, depending on the situation, if she's gone through it. Yes. If she doesn't, then she doesn't understand. But for me to use the platform to let the, the woman out there know, it's like, I'm here to support you because I'm going to do the same thing. And it's very, very difficult. You said, 
you know, time will heal. Yeah, it will heal slowly. Mm-hmm. The wounds that you have will heal slowly. But when something triggers, it comes back tenfold and you will feel it so much more. And it's hard for me to talk about it, but I am very grateful that I'm able to talk about it and share my story um, because it's nothing, I'm not ashamed of it. It's just something that happened to me and it's unfortunate, but I'm also feeling very blessed because I have three amazing children. And not a lot of people can say that. I mean, so for me, it's like, I am grateful. I, it's such a blessing for me. I could not ask for more. I mean, that, you know, I can leave now and be very happy. Right. Totally. <laughs> it's tough. Like it's hard sometimes to find that silver lining. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's like, I could just be mad because I lost my smell, but at least I can joke about it or find, some goodness <laughs> yeah. because, you know, my stank husband is around me and I don't smell it. So, but it's still, it's still like, it's still tough for you. You're like, I'm sure you would like to smell, right? Yeah. yeah I Cause mean, I love to cook. And if right. I can my own food, then it's like, oh my gosh, it's horrible. I mean, it's slowly coming back, but it's not like before. I could smell like, oh, I have a very sensitive smell back then. But the pregnancy stuff, I actually wanted to ask you, did that start, and you might've said it, but did that start the, all like the hard pregnancy issues? Did that start before your first or yeah. after? It did. Okay. Yeah, it started before my Atlas was born. So when I have him, I was 31. So I want to have kids when I was younger, about 25, 26. So I got pregnant. Then I uh, they had a miscarriage. I got pregnant. So when I when I was pregnant with him, I didn't even know I was pregnant because I was spotting. I was freaking out. I did a home pregnancy test and it said, oh, I was pregnant, but then I'm bleeding. So I'm like, okay, I'm having another miscarriage. Another one. And then, so I went to the doctor and then he's like, well, that's normal. I'll just give you birth control. So then, you know, you'll be okay. So I was, so in my heart, like, you know, you have that intuition and the sixth sense, like something's not right. I never taken the birth control. Then I went back and I told the nurse that was helping me. I was like, I think I'm still pregnant. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm still pregnant. Could you do a blood test? Can you just find out what's going on? She, she did the blood test and she's like, if the cell multiply, then you're still pregnant and we need to keep a close eye on what's going on since you have so many miscarriages. So she did a blood work. She called me in and she's like, you're still pregnant. It's multiplying. So just take it easy. You know, don't do anything, you know, outrageous. Don't lift, don't do anything stressful so that's when i have atlas i gained 40 pounds you listen what are you five what are you five Five, one five one (laughs) 40 okay so 40 pounds you must you're but you are oh i was all belly i can't believe though that you that was like your third after your second miscarriage after Atlas, before Atlas, no, multiple. I have like five or six already. Yes. Like I always trying to get pregnant during that time and then miscarriage. Then I would carry to a uh, second trimester and oh then it completely stop. And then I have a DNC. And then, you know, it's heartbreaking. It's like miscarriage after miscarriage. And then like finally, that's why when I was pregnant with him, I was shocked that I'm able to carry him at 31. Did you just not get out of bed? Like, did you just not do anything because you're so freaked out? Well, I stay in bed a lot, but I try to be very active. So I do a lot of walks with my husband. We do a lot of hiking. I would do light exercise. But yeah, I was still working, but not as much. I just take it easy. You know, I will leave. 
early, but I was still working. But I took it easy and try not to be stressed. That's what and, my, my and then is. quickly, did you have more issues before than your number two? Yes. Yeah, so um, Atlas was about two years old when I got pregnant with my baby girl, and I was full term. She was forty weeks. She wasn't turning at all. But I had a bad experience in the hospital with Atlas. I, I went into labor for like 32, 34 hours. I was induced. There was low fluid. I was in, in the hospital. I, and everything pretty much went wrong. And so I had a bad experience. So with my second child, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this in the hospital. I want a midwife. I want to feel the natural birth. I want to give birth. I don't want a epidural. I want to feel the pain and the connection. I just want to feel that. I want to experience that because, you know, people in Vietnam don't have epidural. They just push the baby out and they're fine. I want to feel that. I want to experience that. I want to be able to have that water birth with my daughter. And so I had two midwives, but I still have an OB on call just in case. So 40 weeks, they checked. They're like, the baby's not turning. You're not dilating. So the maximum is we're going to wait 42 weeks. If you're not dilating, we are going to have to take you to the hospital and induce you. So, okay, I like fine, whatever. So at 42 weeks, I'm like, something's wrong. I don't know why I'm not, you know, feeling the contraction. I don't know. And so we went into the hospital early in the morning. <clears throat> and then um, the doctor is like, she's low in fluid. We're going to induce you. And I was like, Great, same experience like my first child. Oh, me, and I don't want that. And so he's talking to my husband. They hooking me up. Everything monitored. The heartbeat was fine. She was fine. Within the hour, the heart rate dropped, and they start turning me back and forth, and it's not going up. So suddenly, the doctor rushing with my husband. I'm like, we need to take her to the OR. And I'm like, what's going on? So they unplug the bed push the bed that I was in to the OR. I mean, they knocked me out within 30 seconds, like knocked me out. And my husband is like, he got that baby out in less than a minute, cut you up everything. And she wasn't breathing. She was like a blue, like within the hour, she was pretty much gone. So they trying to resuscitate her for like 15 minutes. He watched the whole thing and couldn't get her to come back. It was hard. It was very hard because I was passed out and he was like, out. I'm out. And here my husband watching my daughter pretty much already dead oh, yeah. gone, and not sure if I'm going to wake up, if I have a side effect or I don't know, freaking out if I'm going to ever wake up. And so it's really dramatic for him. And that's the moment he was like, I will take to my grave. And I remember vividly, I will never forget that day, even though it's like 13 years ago, he still remember and, you know, details of it. Right. And, and so for me, I think it's haunting him and is so traumatizing that I don't know how he's feeling. Like it's hard for him to talk to me because it brings back a lot of emotion. And because he's afraid that it's going to hurt me. So I think part of him does not really want to discuss with me what happened that night. And, you know, that's probably the reason why he wants more children. It's like they bring him joy where he can forget what happened, you know? Yeah, yeah. but you have three. And the other, the other pregnancies were fine. Did you... 
And then I have Triton after uh, two years. So they're four years apart. Atlas and Triton were four years apart. Um, I have Triton. He was fine. I was terrified though. I thought, oh, I can't even imagine. Oh, but I had a C-section. So like, shit, I want to be awake. I want to make sure he's breathing. I want to make sure he's okay. He was healthy. And then um, I tried to get pregnant again because I like, I really want my baby girl. You know that? emptiness that you felt like you lost your baby girl you just want a baby girl my husband was completely like I don't know I'm a little scared because so much going on so even though how much he wants me to be pregnant but we were terrified both right. of us were so scared and so after Triton I got a miscarriage oh yeah and then um and then I was pregnant with Carlin I mean, you know, it's crazy that you said this, that he's saying before Carlin, he's nervous about it. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, okay, from, he goes from being nervous about it to, okay, let's have 15 more. Yeah, but he didn't bring that up until she was about five. And then he's like, well, because, you, because your babies are grown up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I'm there right now. Like I look at my three-year-old and I'm like, where are my babies? And I'm like, oh, yeah, where my, yeah. do I, you know, like, mentally, like, totally. Yeah. Oh my, I mean, it is insane. Like what you've been through. I mean, like I've been through some miscarriages and losing this, but like nothing like that, but it's just like crazy that like, I don't know. I, what did it feel good for you though? Then to be able to talk about it. Cause you, you know, said like, you can't watch some of it back. Cause it's so emotional. No. Some things that you went through mm-hmm. like that stuff. Do you feel like good that you were able to get it out and talk about it? Or does that bring up just so much emotion too? At first, it brought up a lot of emotions, but then when I have so many fans that DM me or send me messages like, you know, thank you for talking about it. You know, I, I've gone through a situation like this and it's hard for me to talk about. Now I'm able to talk about, I have so much people reach out to me and, and I feel grateful that I'm able to help someone talk about it. Even, it's funny because my neighbor sent me a note and it was like, you know, I've gone through the same situation. She just lost her baby like a couple months. And I like, oh, my heart just sank. I mean, like, I didn't know how to deal with it. And she's like, you know, thank you for mentioning this. Thank you for talking about it. If it wasn't for you, I don't think I'm able to talk about it. And, you know, still now it's like, I'm sad, but then I'm very happy that I'm able to let them know that you know, we're in the same boat, either, right. you know, we're all different, but being a woman, we're in the same boat. We don't know what's going to happen when we have childbirth. So we appreciate everything we have, but if there are situations that are unfortunate, it's okay. We have each other to support one another and able to help each other heal. And that's all, it's just hope. We right. all have, right? And are we going to completely heal? I don't know. Everybody heal differently. Right. Yeah. But is it like, do you feel, because again, you're like, I'm helping these people. Right. And they're sharing their stories with me. Does that like sharing the stories though? Does it, is it hard? Because you're like, geez, I'm hearing these like stories of what I went through and now it's bringing that back up again. Or is it like, is it like helpful because you're like, no, here, you know, you're good. At first it was, at first it was hard. And then I kind of got used to it. And I was glad that I did. So at first, everything at first was really tough. Like being on camera is hard, you know, talking about family dynamic is hard, but then you get used to it. And then you're like, okay, you know what? This is a good thing. And then, you know, you, you feel good about talking about it. Yeah. 
So you guys, you said in this house, right? Like everyone is always, I'm in LA, you're in Salt Lake City. You know, everything is like, you got this big house and you got this cool car and you got fancy, 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 right? Yeah. Are, is it, is that, are you like that? Or is it more like Dewey? who's like, I want this big house and I want this fancy, like you're like, I don't even use, you just said it. Like, I don't even use a third of my house. Why do I have this huge house? I need like a little condo. Is that you that likes the big or he's like, I want the big house. I want this. You know, I don't know because I always have a dream house in my mind that it's like really big. And so I think it's both of us because when you come from nothing and then you're successful, you want to be able to enjoy it because you earn it. Right. So because now I have three kids, I need a big home. I need them to have their own room. But let's say they all leave me and I'm an empty nest. Uh, I think I just want to live in a condo or a townhouse because I don't have any more kids. You know, we don't need the space. So I think for both of us, because we want a big family, we want a big home. Our plan was just always have a big family. I want lots of kids. You want lots of kids. We want a big home. We want it to be loud, like a party. So we always want a big home Uh, with the cars. I love cars. I like, I'm like addicted to cars. I love like sport cars and classic cars. So um, he as well. So we, you know, go hunt for cards. All That's the your time. jam, man. It's so bad. It's so bad. We have like eight cars and two, three drivers. And I was like, oh my God. No, you, yo, yeah. can you send some of those cards on my way? Maybe one of your drivers. <laughs> oh my God. Jenny, wait a minute. So you're like, I need to go. Wait, will you drive yourself to like go get groceries? Or do you have a driver that does that? No, I go. You go. Myself. Yeah, I go, girl. No, I don't have a driver. I don't have a nanny. I'd rather do everything on my own. I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> so you'll go get the kids. You'll go do errands. You yes. just like use the drivers when it's like going out for the night. Yeah, I, if I need to get a drink, I will not drive. Yeah. At all. I don't drink and drive. I either get Uber or get a driver. Right. I will not drive <laughs> when I'm drinking. But I like to be the housewife. I like to do everything. I want to pick up my kids. I want to take them to like practices. So for me, as I, I want to do, I'm an independent woman. I don't, I don't want that. I don't need to hire people to do that. That's just silly. <laughs> do you ever picture a world where you're like, you just said, I'm an independent woman, right? And you can go weeks without talking to Dewey. Do you ever picture a world where you're just like by yourself, not married in a freaking two bedroom condo? Yeah, do you think the same? Because oh my god, I like. What do you mean? You hear my kids screaming? Did you hear this, mom? (laughs) Yes, I can imagine it right now. Like, yes, yes, yes. Yes, I do occasionally because I never thought I would get married when I was younger. When I was in my teen, I didn't. I never wanted to get married. I'm like, I'm going to live alone in a little townhouse near the beach where I could go to the beach and take a walk and be by myself. I, I love being by myself. I don't need someone to be by me to feel like I need company. You know, like I don't need someone. I don't feel lonely, even though I'm alone. I don't feel lonely at all. I don't need to depend on a person. That's not me. I'm very independent. I don't need you. I live. My mom passed away when I was 19 and my dad passed away when I was like nine or 10. So I've always been alone doing everything by myself. So I'm so used to that. If I have you, I have you. I don't, I don't, I don't need you, but I'm dependent on my children. (laughs) I need them. I need them. I need them. Like I would go find my 
16 year old and have a whole conversation with him. He's like, mom, I could study for the AP test. I love to talk to you, but I cannot have a conversation with you right now because my test is coming. So yeah, sometimes I bother them, but I, I love my children. I would love to be with them all the time. Like come out of school and just be with them and play with them and cook with them and bake with them. I, I do all that. The yogurt. What was that? Wasn't that your jam? The yogurt that you make? The, the yogurt. yogurt yes. Vietnamese yogurt. Yes. What's like I, your jam I, jam that you love making with them all the time? Like what's like your one number one? Like um, meringue. Meringue. Oh my yes. God. So you do I made like- poopy meringue. You know, the poopy emoji meringue. I made that. And I have patients. I was like, oh my, because I post them and they're like, oh my God, we want some, we want to buy some of your poopy meringue. I'm like, it's not for sale. I'm not going to make it to sell it to you. It's just, just for fun. Maybe this can be like the poop tree or like, why don't you, <laughs> this could be your new business, but from home. Yeah, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want to be in any business at this moment. Could you imagine you're in like the poop making meringue field? The emoji. <laughs> That would be that's like your that's like your company. Oh, that was hilarious, but no. (laughs) Listen, never say never. You never know what's gonna happen in a few years. I'll make like I'll make I'll make uh, unicorn poop. That's prettier. (laughs) Wait a minute. What? So it's just sprinkly and sparkles? It's just like rainbow color meringue, like spiral rainbow color. And you call it poop. Yeah, we call it poopy, uh, poopy emoji or, or unicorn poop. <laughs> See, this is like my daily talk every day. Mom, I just poop. Can you wipe my butt? Poop, 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 meringue. Yep. That is incredible. So do you feel like right now sitting here talking to me, like, do you feel good or is it still like rough because you and Dewey or keep going through these patches and like, you know, where do you feel right? Like, how do you feel right now overall? Overall, I feel really good because I don't mix things. The situation I have with him is we do with it separately. I don't mix stuff. I don't ponder on stuff. I don't dwell on stuff during our day where, oh crap, my whole day is bothered because I have a situation. I don't focus on that. So here with you, I'm happy because I'm in the moment. So I love being in the moment in the situation I'm in. So I don't let things like that bother me. We've been together for like 24 years it's a long time you know what you get to the point where you don't even care it doesn't matter anymore right because you know one day it'll be fine and so you don't stress about it you don't worry about it but overall I'm in a good state of mind it's just day by day depending on what's going on um but yeah you know to be honest there are days where I lay in bed and like shit this happen, you know, you think about it, but you shine to do your best to stay positive for yourself, for your mental state and for your children. That all matters. Yeah. Do you think if, if you didn't have the three kids, you'd be like, I'm out. This is too much. We're good. Probably. Yeah. Probably. If I didn't have children, then it's probably different. Yeah. Can you imagine after 24 years of being with somebody else? I'm not saying sex. I'm just saying in general. Like, like dating again and all that stuff. I like, I can't even imagine. Even my children is like, let's say you and dad don't work out. Would you date again? And I like, I don't know. And my son was like, you probably date again, but you will never get married because you've been into it once and you don't want to do it again. That's what my older said, because that moment when we were filming, yeah. they were involved. So like, I was like, yeah, you're probably right. You know what? It's too much work for me. So 
that's yeah. crazy though though like you guys are like we'll talk about it like if you, yeah. you and daddy don't work out but mom will you know it's that's I mean, we're very like, open to each other right and there's look how smart they are I mean oh. like that's insane like they are superstars I mean and they're only they're 16 and under like that's insane <laughs> I mean, listen when in doubt you know how it is I mean I don't even tell you this I'm the same way as a mom like when in doubt you just look at your kid and you're like how did I do this because you know we do it right yeah we do it so it's like do all of it right like how did I like how are these kids such superstars right yeah I mean you know their personality so I am I I just watch I mean I know that it's part of their personality come from me or and my husband so but they have their own personality like where did that come from? I, I don't see it in me. Did you learn that somewhere else? Did you watch YouTube? Did you TikTok? Did you of learn course. that? Everything comes from YouTube. What else do you learn from YouTube? Yeah, what else TikTok? did you learn? Can you teach me? Because, oh my gosh, I feel like I can learn so much from them for the stuff they're learning in school and what they've learned where, and what I've learned 20 something years ago, 30 years ago. It's so different. And there's days where they're teaching me and I was like, teach me what you learned today. I would love to learn what you learned today. And, you know, my, my daughter loves to teach. And she's like, so this is what, blah, blah, blah. Of course blah. she does, Miss Sass. She's like, now take a seat, mommy. Now the stage is mine. You had your turn. You have a three-year-old, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to send you a book because she wrote a book and I want to send you a I, book. I mean, that's the other thing I was literally just going to say when you're saying the book. I mean, you have a child who wrote a freaking book. Yeah. <laughs> I am very proud. <laughs> That's insanity. That is insane. Well, she start her sec started um working on her second book. So she'll be done. She gave me a time frame by the end of May, she'll be done with her second book. She just sits there and writes. So during the weekend, because she has she goes to this school where she's very challenging. And so she has lots of homework. And then she had to practice her piano for 40 minutes every day. And then during the weekend, she would write her book. She would write her book. And then she would take a break, search on, on YouTube or, or whatever she searched to get ideas. And then she'll go back and write again. She'll sit and write and read for like hours. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm just reading it. Okay. I, yeah. I was like, I can't even read a book. I can't, I don't have that focus. I don't have that patience to read a book. I'm like, I have so much going on. I need yeah, to get things you're sad, like me. Like, like, like go, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you tell me to read a book. I will throw the book back in your face. Yeah, I'm like, I'm done for that. One um, page, I'm done. There, I run yeah, it. I'll, I'll read the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's your book and that. Yeah. And have a good day. And I'm going to yeah. go be a spaz and go, go. Go, um, yep. is, By the way, let her go. There's my 401k, baby. See? You don't need a husband. You can just go, like have your kids work. That's why I'm like, yeah. my, to my kids, I'm like, go play sports, baby. You're my 401k. Yeah. Go, go. <laughs> like, but she's like, I would love to take care of you and dad. I'm like, we don't, I don't really need you uh, to take care of me, but I, I really appreciate the thought. I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to be independent, strong, be successful, do whatever you want to do, but just take care of yourself. But she's so sweet. She's like the sweetest. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, can you tell her huge congratulations from like that is rock star status. Thank you I'll very see much. You soon. Bye, Jenny. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank bye. You. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. 
Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Sidepiece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W, at Sidepiece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.